He, uh, I mean, I think in the game, you know, he was fine and, and recovered quickly and, you know, was able to get back in there. Um, afterwards, he was pretty sore. His throat, it's a little difficult for him to swallow and stuff like that, but uh, he's okay now. You opened the game with almost uh, an entirely new receiver core, at least for the first couple of plays. Was that injury situational or what, what was the reason? Uh... Entirely new receiving core. Um, I mean, I think Rome was out there, J-Mac. Oh, Rome wasn't. It was uh, Giles, um, J-Mac. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just had, that was working working Giles into a different mix. Yeah, just some, some personnel things to try to, always working on breaking tendencies and things like that. How was Giles? He's okay. Um, he was out there yesterday. We're trying to go day-to-day on him. He's going through all the things he asked you right now, but um, he, he was doing really good afterwards. With Cam Davis getting to the end zone three times, I'm curious how you kind of view him as a weapon. Is he a bit of a different player than you saw in the film from last season when he came in, or just how, how, do, you, how do you think is the best way to kind of use him at this point? Yeah, uh, I think CD has been, you know, what, what I always think about is, you know, the improvement you're seeing with him week to week, you know, you're talking about a guy that for the most part of fall camp wasn't there and certainly wasn't there all spring ball. So I think there's a piece of CD still getting comfortable in the offense and playing with a little more uh, just confidence, honestly, you know, where he feels good being in all the calls and things like that. So I really think, you know, you'll see more of that where he's getting better and better each week and, uh, playing faster and more confident. So uh, I expect that to hopefully keep up trending. You were went through five running backs on Saturday. Is anybody not available coming up? Uh, right now, no. You know, Rich obviously got dinged, and uh, we're working on him. And he's kind of the same situation as Giles. Uh, but they were both doing great yesterday, and um, they're just working with our medical staff, see where they can get to. And then Wayne, Wayne was nursing a little bit of uh, ankle there. Um, but he, he practiced yesterday, did all the drill work, and seemed to be okay. What was the thought process of going for it on fourth down, coming out in the second half? Just, is it yeah, on our own 30 or 29. Yeah. So we, we just went with the, with the book and told us to go. It was less than a yard and had a play we were super confident in, and, and obviously that didn't pan out for us. With the book, it seems like more and more coaches are deciding to go in situations where maybe 10 years ago they wouldn't. Has the, uh, the philosophy shifted somewhat in that regard throughout your career? What have you seen in terms of Oh, for sure. I, I would say even in the last three years, it's shifted a lot. And uh, it's more of an aggressive mindset. And I, I think that was by far our most aggressive call, um, just judging by field position and where we're at um, early enough in the game where, you know, you hope you can recover from something like that. And... Uh, that was certainly worst case scenario. You don't get it, um, and then on top of it, they go down and score. So, those are those are the risks you have to know that are associated with that. And I think the thing for our guys was um, I was impressed where you know they were able to respond and understand you know what the significance of not getting that was, and then the defense being able to just go out there and not worry and complain. But that's something that has to be explained by Coach DeBoer, you know, really early on to the team that, hey, there's going to be some situations where we go for it and, and you know, you hope you get them all, but obviously sometimes you don't. So it, it certainly has gotten a lot more aggressive. And that's not going to change your mindset, that one last play. Can't. You're 11 out of 17 overall, which is a 66%. Yeah, we were um, really bad in that regard, you know, in the game. I think um, – 
second half came out. That was the first time we didn't score coming out of halftime, which was unfortunate. We really needed to. We got a good stop by the defense, and we didn't take advantage of it. And then we score three touchdowns in a row. Um, then we get in a fourth and ten situation, um, you know, and then there's the end of the game series. But those two series there were the the first one, and then uh, the four plays with really good field position, and we don't convert. That was that was devastating, you know, for the football game because we were in a position we had a lot of momentum, things were going really good, and you know, the bottom line was it was fourth quarter, it was a tie football game. You know, you got to go down and win the game. So that that was, and that that series that we. Stalled out on a fourth and nine or fourth and ten, um, where Mike just was a little bit off, and the, there was kind of some pressure off the left side of him. Uh, you know that was unfortunate that you know we couldn't connect on that, but it was four plays in a row there where we just needed to be hitting on all cylinders, and we didn't. You know it was, it was just absolutely worst timing possible. We have a first down where Mike gets out of the pocket and you know hits J Mac. We get a drop. We go second down to a play we know and. We got a guy coming loose underneath, and we missed that. We got a tight end open on the sideline, didn't see that. You know, it was three plays in a row, and then the end, we get a soft edge on the left side, and Mike can't stand up and hit Rome, who's open. So it was, you know, four plays that you got to address and talk to the guys and find ways to make sure those don't happen in the most critical moments. So uh, that's that's what we got to work on. Had four different plays, but any similarity outside? You got to you know execute when you looked at it. Was there? Any recognition in that? I mean, any familiarity in all the, the four plays? Uh, no. You know, there was uh, a screenplay that we didn't execute that, uh, you know, we felt really confident in. I think in, in situations like that, you know, you got to make sure you have calls that the kids can be confident in, something that you don't want to pull out the, the one-off play sometimes where it's, you know, they're a little bit tentative. In those moments, you need something they can operate at a high speed and, I thought the play selection, you know, the guys, you know, that's what I always ask them. You know, you want input from them. Hey, did you feel good about that play call? Did you, you know, feel confident? And, you know, they're good at owning stuff too. You know, they, they mess up and they'll tell you, hey, it was man, we we're trying to throw a screen and we didn't go to the right guy on the block and got to be better. We should know that play. It's one that we put in, one of the first screens we put in. So uh, that's, that's what you want to know is because you want feedback from the kids to find out like, what didn't go right and why? And, you know, is there anything you guys can help me with, you know, to find out and diagnose what we need to focus in on? But they did a good job of that. They've, they owned up to it and they're pissed off. And, um, you know, they know they don't get it back. Doesn't matter how mad or frustrated or how many times they say they're sorry, they don't get that game back. And, you know, that's, those are expensive lessons. It seemed like Arizona State wanted, they're playing pretty soft coverage. They didn't want anything behind them. No, actually, they they were a soft coverage team going into the game um, and they ended up finishing the game over 65 percent man, which was different going into the game. They were under 20 percent man coverage. So um, they actually upped it quite a bit, which was uh, different for us. We still. We hit 19% explosive, which was one of our better games. Uh, had 32 first downs, and you know it's just those critical moments when you got to stay on the field, and, and uh, you know you turn the ball over on downs. That, that was the that was a big issue. You know, even the the pick six. You know, Mike's trying to slide into a space window. JP's coming open, and 
he slides to the left and at the same time Jackson slides left the ball bounces off his helmet I mean those things happen you know you can't criticize the kids for plays like that but not executing on short yardage things like that has got to be better in terms of you mentioned the book telling you to go you guys have already gone for it more than you did all last season and I'm wondering has your guys' philosophy talking to Kalen shifted in some way going from there was it situational how would you kind of explain that yeah that's that's a great question a good observation um some of it uh more so has been you know and even when you look at what we've done offensively we've been very efficient in moving the ball and not getting a lot of negative yardage plays in, in the first games and so we were in a lot of go positions where i think last year's offense at times uh we weren't quite as efficient sometimes where there was more long yardage goes so we're getting all these you know, four-yard goes and three-yard goes where we've been super efficient. And last year, I think we honestly just had less opportunities of those because uh, the book changes slightly depending on your kicking game and um, defensive circumstances and the opponent and all those things. But I think that that definitely plays into it, that there's just been more availability because we've been in more medium and short yardage situations. Wayne was the only running back that had more than one carry in the first half. How do you manage getting him going? What was that question again? Sorry. Wayne was the only running back that had more than two carries in the first half. Just how do you manage with that depth and kind of building those guys in the first half? Is there a way to get maybe more guys involved in the first half? Or is that just Wayne kind of leading the way? Yeah, I think Wayne is, you know, the big part with Wayne is just the trust piece. You know, regardless of what the play is, he's going to go execute and he's not going to, you know, have a mental bust. Um, I think that's... You know, you always want to start a game fast and be efficient and stay on the field. And so far, that's what we've been able to do. And and uh, Wayne always gets us off to a good start. And, you know, everybody feels super confident with him in there. And, and that's, you know, where we're hoping CD can get to and some guys like that where, you know, they're not busting on a walkthrough. You know, and there's there's things like that that go into it as far as who's getting reps and things like that from a confidence standpoint of, like, this guy – knows exactly what to do in every situation, and he's the guy you want on the field. So those things are continuing to improve uh, for the other guys as well. But, yeah, that's that's really more of it, more than anything, uh, just making sure you got the right guys out there. I know you'll take 38 points any time, but is it odd for you to not have a touchdown pass? <laughs> Fair question. Yeah, it was. It was. I think that, you know, for us, normally you get one guy can break loose on a deep ball or something like that. Um, and, and probably Arizona State forcing us to run it a little bit down there in the red zone, which when we got down there, I thought they did a better job of that. Once we got inside the 20, um, you know, kind of making us earn it with our legs a little bit, which was good to see the O-line. You know, if you took the 30-yard the loss out at the end of the game, I thought they they did a good job running the football. Like you ran behind Jackson a lot too. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Somebody else mentioned that to me, and it really wasn't designed that way. It's just which way the ball was going. Hey Ryan, reading up on Arizona's preseason stuff, their defense so veteran in the back half. That's kind of what what I was seeing. But that it seems like they've been hit uh, in, in passing yards quite a bit. Um, what do you notice there? Is there is there anything as you kind of scout out Watkins? Yeah, you know, they, they've uh, they've kind of been up and down a little bit. There's been a couple games where I thought they played really well and um, a little bit of Jekyll and Hyde. You know, they give up 300 yards rushing, play a little better in the pass defense. You know, sometimes it depends who you're playing to. Cal's obviously running the ball really well, and so I think they, 
you know, didn't give up as much there, but they, they definitely have some guys with experience. Their one captain, number five, is a solid player, a big safety that can be a run support guy. And you can tell he's the guy who gets them lined up in the back half. So I think at times maybe it's just, um, you know, how much man coverage they're playing versus zone and what they're willing to give up. And um, they're, they're extremely multiple. They're, they're by far the most multiple defense we've played. You can see them anything from a bare front to uh, over front to man coverage, cover zero, three weak, three strong, three buzz, four special, you name it, they're running it. So I think there's a little bit of that too. They're trying to find their groove on what they feel comfortable with. You played 11 defensive backs. Just kind of what was the mindset of getting so many guys involved? Um, necessity. Yeah. yeah. How much did you learn about the secondary? Well, I mean, obviously we're taking some tough lessons right now, but, you know, I look at, you know, throughout the course of the season and, 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 you know, there's never any excuses at all. And the standards are standard and what we need to uphold and maintain. But, you know, going into, you know, through six weeks, we've played, you know, six different starting lineups uh, out of necessity. I think the biggest thing, though, is, we need to now get paid off of some of those guys that have had had to be on the field um, and then really work to be able to build up our depth chart based off of those guys now having some great game experience. Devon, Devon Banks, kind of one of those guys, especially with getting the interception, kind of how much do you feel like it be a confidence booster for him? Yeah, I think that's a big thing for him. You know, I think as a young player and he's been on the field uh, a little bit, you know, he started a couple of games ago, um, you know, felt a little more comfortable with him coming off the bench this last week. And, you know, I think you've seen in special teams and in secondary play that he's been, uh, you know, really productive in short bursts. And so what we're really looking for out of him right now is just to be able to carry over those big plays and that consistency throughout the course of an entire game. How much was, was Asa going to be in the game plan throughout the game if he'd been, if he'd been able to go? And, and yeah. where's he kind of looking at, like, this, this week. Yeah, he would have been significant for sure. Um, unfortunate deal, uh, but we're fully expecting to have him back. And, and you know, obviously, he's uh, I always feel like uh, 20's got a, a calming effect out of over the top of everybody. He's one of the most veteran guys, has a lot of experience. And and uh, we got him back, you know, late last week and he started looking um, back up to, to full speed. And so uh, we definitely were going to have, he was going to play a lot. And uh, we expect him to be fully healthy and rolling this week. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's tough. I mean, you know, I think the game is the game is leaned, you know, extremely heavily towards player protection. And, you know, it's hard to, you know, like I said, I told him in the in, you know, it's a tough play. And and I, there wasn't a malicious intent on his part. And and uh, I guess that'd be a question for Coach DeBoer and Pac-12 officials. Jeremiah Martin, after the game, said, uh, you know, somebody mentioned that there's been one sack in two games. And he said something about the last two teams are chipping at him or something. And I thought, well, yeah, well, I think I think coming out of, you know, obviously coming off the Stanford performance, uh, there's definitely been an adjustment, you know, that teams have made in terms of, um, you know, not letting those guys just run off the edge. So, yeah, we have seen them run a little more protection, but probably more important than that. And this was this is what came up last week is that uh, quarterbacks are not sitting back. there hanging on to the ball very long. Ball's coming out really fast. And, you know, I think those guys are still, you know, winning at the line of scrimmage. But at times the ball's coming out extremely quickly. And I think that's a methodology people are using to protect their quarterbacks a little bit right now. And they also probably need a little help from your defensive backs to string it out a little bit longer, too. Sure. Yeah, always. Obviously, the health and availability have been issues in the defensive backfield. But 
Are you seeing some some growing pains going from one scheme to to a different scheme? Yeah, no, I don't know. You know, I think the guys are I think the guys understand it. I think it's just like I mean, it put it in context of you know, say it's our quarterbacks and wide receivers, they need rhythm, they need time to, to work together and be on the field together. And, you know, I think there's been, you know, when we've um, been in a situation where we've had to move guys into different roles or different spots uh, during the week or uh, during the game, that there's been some breakdowns. And, and to me, that's just lack of experience of those guys uh, making a thousand percent sure that they're on the same page and executing the call. So um, to a T, I can take any guy in the film, right, film room right now, they know our scheme, they know it inside and out, uh, but they're getting challenged to, you know, play different roles in different spots on the field. And I think that's where the lack of consistencies come from us at times. How do you feel the communication has been with the players on the field, kind of in the game where you're going to see, hey, is, it, is there communication or is there not what you're wanting to see? Yeah, I think if you go back to a couple weeks ago, UCLA, it wasn't, it wasn't even close to where it needed to be. I thought the guys did a good job last week of talking uh, and communicating, and that's always a point of emphasis. It doesn't matter, you know, it's, it's a day one thing. It's every day of the week we work on communication, and it's only going to get enhanced once we get, you know, I look at our, our top communicators that are um, out there, I mean, um, like I said, Asa Turner, phenomenal communicator, knows the system as good as anybody knows it on our entire defense, and and I think it's going to be an asset that you know some of the guys that have been in there have had to drive the communication. Now you bring him back into the fold, and now he's he's kind of the lead dog when it comes to making sure we're on the same page. And so I think that'll help build the confidence around uh, with the other guys that are on the field. So when you have struggled with a young group, how do you go about? instilling belief when the results haven't been there. Yeah, just, uh, I mean, it's, it's simple. I tell them after the game, you love them and, and you believe in them. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, and we really do, I think, trying to create a culture of letting the guys know that, that we really care uh, about them individually, even at times when their performance suffers. Um, and that, you know, it's an, the next day is going to be a new opportunity for you. And I just saw it, you know, um, you know, but yesterday in the film room, we we're going through the details of the mistakes that we made uh, down south and and guys really locked in and then we go out and we go through a walkthrough and guys are helping coach each other and correct each other a little bit from the mistakes that are made and they're talking through the situations which to me that's a huge sign of 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 positivity and so you know it's got to come from the coaching staff but I think the internal I guess what the point I'm getting at is the internal uh, communication that those guys have supporting each other is is as important as anything as well. Looking ahead there, Arizona, there's a QB there who obviously this team knows pretty well. In the yeah. Just what does he do to, to strengthen the defense? Man, he's, he's, he's dynamic. I mean, it's just he's dynamic with his feet. Um, you know, I think every time he gets the ball in his hands, I think he believes every snap he's going to score a touchdown. Um, I think that's got to be kind of what it looks like appears to be his mentality and his mindset. And, you know, I think the, the biggest challenge is how long he extends plays. I mean, there's 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 several, you know, there's several shots where he's running east, west, east, west, east, west, and then finding a guy open down the field. So I think the challenge is trying to stay attached to your work throughout the course of what turns into be, a, you know, a 9, 10, 11 second play. Um, and I think he's operating their system very well and, and, and he's got a great receiving core around him I think he's got some dynamic guys um, and they're doing a really effective job I mean, you look at um, you know their their average catch rate is 15 yards I mean that's kind of the general average catch rate of all their receivers right now so that's really impressive and they're doing a good job of getting dumping down the field I think thing is obviously you know hampered them at times in a few games is, is some untimely um, you know turnovers so you, you at one stage in the first half had like four freshmen on, on your defense at one point 
and one of them was Javon Parker who played a lot. Yeah. Could you assess how these guys, uh, Tristan Dunn and Javon Parker, did? Yeah, yeah, like I said, Javon had to again out of necessity. I mean, went from uh, you know being on a on the scout crew, but doing some great things. He was our, you know, he's our, he was our. I think it was twice he was our scout team player of the week. And then just watching his maturity and development, and then we needed him uh, on Saturday. And you know, I go back out and I look at the film, and I said, you know, for for a true freshman, he did a fantastic job. He was he you know gap sound. Uh, pressure in the quarterback at times and to me that's really exciting for the future and then Tristan Dunn you know I just he is incredibly athletic very very talented very gifted and did some great things for us on special teams and you know hopefully we can have his role grow I mean I think he's the one that's got to do the most work in terms of understanding alignment assignment technique all the time uh, but he showed some big time flashes uh, especially on special teams on Saturday so we're excited about his future. How do you feel Elijah Jackson did in his first significant game reps? You know, he was fine. You know, just consistency. I'm just looking for him to, to play good, good tight coverage. And, um, you know, I think that the great thing, just getting EJ, we haven't had EJ for, for most of the fall here, but getting EJ back rolling again um, is that he's playing with some confidence. He has confidence in his abilities. And the other thing, you, you know, you'd start to, to understand about him when he's on the field, that he's, he is a very consistent communicator out there. And so it was good to get him out there uh, and get him started. But now, you know, that was the first taste. And so now we'd love to, love to be able to have him on the field even more. Did he come out of that game okay? No, he... Yeah, he'll, he should be fine. How did your linebackers play out? We just didn't hear too much about him. I mean, we, you knew the defense, the secondary had a few troubles, and the right. defensive line was a little, edge rushers were doing their thing. We just didn't hear too much about the linebackers. Yeah, I thought Cam Bright has the best game for us so far, uh, which is exciting. You know, I think obviously we believe in, in Cam and his ability and his skill set, and just to see him coming into his, his own right now, um, you know, just running. I mean, that's the one thing he does as good as anybody out there is he can run to the ball. And uh, thought he had his best game. Um, you know, Zoe, um, you know, is Mr. Consistency. I think you could bring up which guy played the best on defense any given week, and number 11 is going to be in that conversation. You know, probably not as, as uh, probably not Zoe's best game that he's played so far this year, but he's been one of our most consistent guys. But I thought Cam had one of his better games on Saturday. Going back to Arizona, can you just talk a little bit about that wide receiving core in, in a little bit more depth and just the challenge that each of those Three yeah, guys. I think, you know, I think, um, you know, Cowing, number two, I mean, I think he's, you know, a transfer kid. I've actually, we've actually seen him before uh, last year. Um, electric, you know, he's got 46, 47 catches. Uh, he's a catch and run guy. Uh, I think anytime they can get him the ball, you know, level one, level two, you know, the big concern with him is run after catch. Um, you know, and then the, the freshman kid that they got on the outside, number four, is, you know, dynamic in terms of his leaping abilities, you know, 6'5". Uh, I imagine his his vertical jump has got to be uh, at a premium. He can go up and get the ball. And then and then number five is really consistent for him. I think he's at 30, 36, 37 catches. And then you throw a tight end and that's got 20 catches too. So you're not just isolating and defending one spot on the field. You really have to be able to defend uh, four or five guys. And their backs are involved in their passing game as well. I mean, their backs are going to be check down throws. And so you see the quarterback work through his progressions. And if there's nothing available downfield, it's either scramble or throw it to his check down. And they've actually had quite a few explosive plays throwing to check downs and you know those guys stand on the sidelines by themselves and take off and gain 20 yards so we're talking about you know here early on you've got to be able to defend all three levels you know level one you know the, the short game the screen game level two the intermediate cuts and then they can throw the home run ball in there as well 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just to recap quick uh, the game, um, a lot of things that we thought uh, you know happened during the game, what we saw in the film, and you've heard a little bit about that. Uh, just uh, still proud of the of the way we uh, continue to battle. Um, you know, that's uh, not that's uh, not a you know that's not what we want to be known as as a team that's uh, battling because we're we're behind and need to get the job done and put ourselves in a hole, but. Uh, you know, it says a lot about our character of our team. And uh, we got a, another great, uh, a, you know, a challenge in different ways. Every week provides a, a different challenge. And, you know, uh, Arizona and moving the ball and what they do. And I think they're continuing to build their program and, and uh, be better each and every week. So, fortunately, we get to be back in Husky Stadium, homecoming. And, uh, you know, there's a great vibe that I know our guys have uh, having played four games already here. So excited about that. Um, guys, we're excited to get back to work. You know, yesterday we went on the field and we won't always do that where we practice on a Sunday, um, especially as the season goes along. We'll continue to pull back on that. But I think the the reps and the corrections and the walkthrough that we can get uh, to, to correct the things from Saturday and maybe get a jump start on, um, you know, Arizona, you know, the, 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 the week ahead is always good for us. So, um, you know, tomorrow uh, starts a new week. I expect nothing but awesome energy from these guys. Um, you know, the, the journey, as we talked yesterday, um, isn't always on the course that uh, you want it to go. You know, you don't see the peaks and valleys in the in the, in the the course that's uh, set up. And, uh, you know, we just got to really do a great job of uh, mentally, you know, and mindset-wise operating in the right space and uh, be in, uh, in an attacking mode, uh, positive mode, and uh, make our own breaks. You know, we had a few things that went against us, a few breaks um, that didn't go our way. And uh, I'm a believer you work hard, you prepare, and uh, you stick together, and those breaks will, will happen for us. So, questions? How's Richard doing? Richard, how's he doing? Yeah, um, it, it, he'll have to this week, you know, um, it'll kind of be a, a day to day deal with Rich. So I'm not sure if he'll be available, but um, we'll see as we'll know more as the week goes on. I feel the depth is coming in that second and third spot behind Wayne. It seems like Wayne's obviously established himself. Kind of how close do you feel those next two guys are to reaching where Wayne's at? Yeah, we saw some of those guys pop off some runs. Uh, you know, I thought Richard, it was fun seeing him. You know, he was mainly kind of tied up in tight confines, uh, you know, in most of his carries throughout this year. But we got him out in space, and you saw him run aggressively. Um, you guys have seen that more than I have. You know him better than I do as far as uh, other than film that I've watched. So, uh, CD, you know, got out there and uh, had a nice game. Um, thought he was really consistent. Um, it was fun seeing him get involved. And so the run game improved overall. Uh, you know, the stats maybe didn't show it because of the right at the end there with the, the snap. But, um, you know, I just, uh, just thought we continue to grow and people are adjusting to what we do offensively and the, the other stuff starts opening up. And that's why it's so important to have threats all over the field. But I think the running back depth uh, continues to evolve. And we needed that on Saturday, you know, with some guys uh, kind of in and out for different reasons. 
So I think he's all good. Yeah, just uh, I think he was a little sore after the game. Um, kind of a nerve, uh, you know. Really didn't know what was wrong when I first got out on the field, and then figured it out, and then really just turned the corner really fast. Like you know, it's just kind of one of those things where all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, I think I'm gonna be okay," you know. And um, he's really sore, but he's fine now. He's been one of the most hard luck college football players around with his seasons ending previously. And here this game was kind of a milestone because he hadn't got past game six yet. And we're standing on the sideline and then we see him go down. We're going, is this jinx still in, in place here? Did, <laughs> did, did you think about it or talk about it with him at all? I was trying to think through. I was just trying to sort out what he was, where he was going with the injury. And, uh, you know, he was able to, as the, I think the pain was so strong early on, it was a lot of different things in that area. And, um, you know, he kind of really dialed in on what it was as the, it diminished. And so at first I wasn't sure. Maybe a little bit of that thought was going through my mind. I was thinking more about, you know, um, you know, I, I, I didn't feel in my heart that it was something that was something would be a season ending injury. I don't know. I just didn't feel that way. Um, but I, I knew we'd have our, um, our our challenges as far as, you know, finding a way to win the game. You know, uh, and uh, Demo did a great job coming in and, you know, slinging it, uh, you know, got us a good game, got us a first down and Mike went back out there. Uh, I was really proud of the way our, all our guys responded and the way they, you know, they, their mindset was through all of that. You've addressed already going forward on that fourth down in your own territory. I'm curious, college football has shifted a lot in that direction in terms of analytics telling people to go more in those situations. How has your philosophy shifted over the course of your career towards how you approach fourth downs? Yeah, it's to me, it's still only a recommendation. Um, we have, I think, done a good job of preparing to and and game planning um you know you have a few more third down and six and seven and eight calls uh in your arsenal because you might not always just throw it on a higher percentage you know you might play for a for a you might be okay with being in a fourth and one and fourth and two um but it's to me it's just a recommendation and i've trusted my my gut in most of those times um over 20 years and won the fair share to, fair share of games doing that and um I, I did feel like in that moment um and i've gone against it quite a few times already this year you know what the recommendation was and um i felt like in that time uh you know i felt like i just really felt confident that we would get the first down isn't that just your style to kind of push it i think chip kelly came into this league and that was his style yeah. and nobody else did it no question i mean i think that's um you know you can't be reckless you can't be careless you know and obviously on your own 30 yard line i mean people are going to argue that but i think like you said that's our that's just kind of how we've gone about it uh, over many years um you know playing confident and you know it's not just a belief in your offense okay and it, that you're going to get the first down it's it's having talked about it defensively and and them being no no being known to them that they're going to be put in some tough spots and uh, that they're okay with it and this is a opportunity for them to rise up you know and make a statement of their own you know unfortunately that didn't happen um, but it doesn't mean that uh, you know we can't learn from it grow and dig deep dig even deeper when it does happen again you know I mean we've gone for it quite a few times this uh, this year you know what allowed Thomas Davis to get so many reps. Yeah, we had a lot of snaps. You know, I mean, I think we threw it fifty mid fifty three times, 
you know? And so, uh, just that rotation and, um, you know, um, this, the guys, uh, we, we, we believe in Taj, you know, he's out there, uh, and we, we know he can make a lot of plays. Um, he's done that time and time again, and uh, it was really good to see him, you know, get out there and execute. I can think of a couple plays where he, you know, the ball found him, uh, you know, and he would, he was there prepared to go make that play. So I was excited about us continuing to grow our depth and see more and more guys get involved. Is it pretty certain that Mish is out this week? Uh, yeah, Mish will be out again this week, yep. Like Rome came off on, on those last few plays there at the very end. Is, is, is he all right? Uh, he, he's been, you know, um, there's been little nagging things here f- for him uh, throughout the last, you know, two, three, three weeks. Um, he's obviously played through it and played tremendous. Um, but I think just the volume of things at some point wear on you. And, um, you know, he'll, he'll be good to go this next week and expect him to have the production he's had, you know, the last couple of weeks. So. It didn't look like Kowal made the trip. Uh, is there something long term with him? Or? No, he, he didn't make the trip, and and uh, you know be determined whether he'll be with us uh, this next week as well. With your secondary, you know, there's been a lot of talk about how obviously how young that group is, and I'm curious, you know, the experience has certainly been lacking. There's not a lot you can do about that. But do you feel like you have the talent that you need to have right now at corner and at safety in those places to be able to win long term? I think I think that probably one of the things that has hurt us is the the de- lack of depth and experience, right? And so, um, you know, the conti- coaches will continue to adjust and work around the strengths of those guys. Um, you know, I, I think no... I think back to earlier in the year, with especially with a guy like Mish, there were things that we were starting to do right before we lost him that uh, I think really played into his strengths, whether it be coverages and helping him in, the, not helping him, but the way he could help our our secondary. And, um, um, you know, it helped us not just in the pass game, but in the run game, um, just the way we were playing him. And every guy has their strengths. Um, some guys run better. Some guys are more physical. And, uh, you know, we'll continue to adapt uh, to, to fit what the strengths of the personnel are that we put on the field. But um, I think just numbers-wise, sheer numbers-wise, we have to continue to bring more guys through recruiting into our program. Um, again, those guys are taking a lot of snaps just in, just not in defense, but on special teams. They're key guys that run down the field on kickoff and, and cover and punts. And, um, you know, um, you know, we got to recruit more numbers. Uh, we were a little short to begin with uh, going into the season. And then, you know, just more stress gets put on those guys um, and the volume of work that they have, whether it be practice, but in particular games. And, uh, you know, that's the wear and tear that you're seeing. You mentioned you probably knew that the numbers weren't quite what you wanted them to be coming into the season. It's a situation where you don't always know what the portal's going to give you. You got Perry then, and you got three running backs that came in. Did you want to get another guy or two and it just wasn't a good fit or what was your situation? Yeah, Yeah, there were, there were uh, players that we were, you know, and you evaluate every time they come to campus or someone that you uh, had seen. And we had some changes to our roster, you know, um, that were unforeseen, you know, in, in, uh, I guess that'd have been April, end of April, early May um, that hurt us. And then, you know, injuries now. So uh, we knew we were thin and uh, it's one of those things where we were looking to address it, but, we either didn't see a quality enough player that could come help us um, or didn't feel just uh, character wise and, you know, was someone that would help uh, help us along with building our culture. You've talked about 
having to face adversity. And you know, this program's only gone unbeaten once in 133 years. But here you've had a seven-point loss or an eight-point loss, and these guys have spent all of winter, spring, fall listening, you know, to what you want from them. Yeah. And have they have has this shaken them a little bit because they haven't gotten maybe the results they wanted? They've had a couple of close losses now, and and they put so much into it. I'm sure there. I'm sure there's uh, some some. You know, we we talk so much about not letting a negative thought complete itself in your mind, and uh, I really feel like the guys are working through that hard and, and we got to be there to pick each other up. And it's, uh, I think the, the foundation of everything we do, whether it's, uh, the relationships, whether it's the work we've put in, um, you know, the banked reps of walkthroughs to work the schemes. Um, I think that's where you just really trust in your preparation and then the trust and belief in each other. And even when that, uh, is lost for a split second, cause you thought maybe you had help here on a coverage or a guy was going to run this route, you know, in the end, you know, that, hey this is a guy I can count on because you've been through it with him and uh, I know our guys are going to keep fighting and battling uh, um, you know I am really proud of I think seeing the last two weeks and how we've come into the locker room after each loss you know it's been different it's really been different um, UCLA I think there was a hurt you know, you know, riding four game winning streak and expectations. And I think there was hurt, you know. Um, and I think this last week it was kind of like an upsetting thing to the guys. I saw a little more like just aggravation. But in both of those moments and everything I've seen so far, there's never been anything as far as finger pointing or guys upset other than upset at just the, what the results were. You know, not upset at someone else in particular or what we did, how we did it and stuff. So to me, that's uh, that's that says a lot about who, you know, the character of our what the character of our team is and, and the culture that we're continuing to build. And, you know, if the attitude and effort is in that place, we're going to continue to get better. You know, um, we want the high expectations. Uh, I've been at places where the, <laughs> there weren't and I've been at times in programs where there weren't expectations. And I keep reminding the guys that that's no fun. And so be OK with having high expectations. Doesn't mean that, you know, we're quite there yet. And, and uh, we know we're not. Um, we never really, um, you know, said we were. We know this is part of the journey. And, uh, you know, the diversity along the way is something that uh, we knew, you know, would happen at some point. Is any part of the challenge defensively matching the, the personnel on hand to a, a different scheme than the one that, that was being run or that these guys were necessarily recruited to? Um, I think I think our, most of the athletes uh, that we have, I mean, most of the style of play that uh, we have, I think they just need, you know, um, just more, more depth, more defensive line depth, more, you know, um, more depth in the secondary. Um, depth creates competition. Competition continues. I mean, I don't care how hard you're working. Someone who's pushing you is going to help you be better, you know, at your job. And, um, you know, I think one thing that is a little bit different from a, from a, just how you're comparing one year to the next, I think the, the pressure for the opponent to can continue to be aggressive is something that is putting a little more on our, you know, is a little more pressure on our defense as well, right? The opponent's offense right now knows that they got to keep scoring points and they aren't just going to hand the ball off, you know, another time. And, you know, a lot of times uh, either the teams have been playing with, uh, uh, playing from behind. And so um, they've had to continue to be aggressive or they've uh, had the lead and know that uh, we're going to keep putting the pressure on them as well.
with that same idea, do you feel like has your offense, do you feel like your offense has pressed at any point because they felt like, okay, we need to keep scoring just because there has been some defensive issues thus far? I mean, I think the fourth quarter when we were, you know, I think it's those moments uh, that are in, you know, the, like the end of the game when you know you're down seven, you know. Um, I, I feel like our offense is going to feel like they, they can and should score over 40 points, you know, every game. And so, um, but it isn't about what the, what that looks like at the end. It's about what you just, you know, that's where the one and oh mindset is so important. You just, just focus on that play, you know, let's not get caught up in how we're going to get a 40 point touchdown that doesn't exist. You know, let's talk about how we're going to get a first down. Let's talk about how we're going to get the first touchdown. And so they're in the right mindset. And so, um, I kept telling the I kept telling the whole team, you know, the game's gonna keep coming back to you. Like we're good enough, and we're gonna keep putting pressure. We're gonna make plays somewhere. You know, Devon Banks getting an interception. You know, and all of a sudden, you know, at some point, the other team's gonna make a mistake too. And um, you know, uh, we make a play, and and we get the short field, and a lot of momentum going in our direction. And um, we're just gonna keep te- playing team football, keep trusting and believing. But um, yeah, no, I'm, I think. Uh, I think that, you know, that's where we're at as far as the team and our mindset. Is Tula Gossanoa available? He's probably one of those guys that shouldn't have played last week, I imagine. Which one? Who? Yeah. Um, he was a little bit limited um, just in the number of reps that he could have played. Um, and, uh, you know, I th- feel like um, he'll be healthier as this week goes on, you know, so. But he was he was a little bit limited. Is, uh, is Ollie kind of dealing with the same thing from training camp? No, it's different. It's different. Something that happened in the game week before. But, um, again, um, his situation uh, was kind of right, you know, game, game day, you know, um, game time decision. And so, um, and as far as just how he felt as that was, uh, as, as the game was going on or as the day was going on. So, but uh, I think he's getting through his, and obviously he made the trip. So we were pretty close with him, too. It sounds like Cam Williams has decided to redshirt for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Cam approached us a few weeks ago, and um, you know, expressed that uh, you know that that's what he had interest in doing. And so, um, you know, obviously there's opportunities, and, and it helps. Uh, it, it hurts that there's you know we're thin in that position, and um, but that's uh, that's the choice, and, and we've talked through it with him and uh, tried to show him the pros and cons and the opportunities that exist. And, and uh, you know, that's what he still chose to do was, was redshirt.